Hello. Welcome back, kids. This is Spoking Legends. I'm Jessie. And I'm Becky. And here we are. Yeah. We're going to tell you some more legends. Legends, myths, tales. Etc. Etc. How's it going? How how are you? I'm class. (laughs) 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 Um... Yeah, oh, I I uh, had my first Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. Also, I I call it the 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 JJ, which I'm like I feel like I need to <laughs> not say that. But um, <clears throat> I went to my first ever Brazilian Jiu Jitsu class, and I had the absolute time of my life. It was Amazing. so good. Oh, like it was just so much fun. Um, I was paired with this like massive like six foot five chap and like not to be not to be uh, blowing my own trumpet or whatever but like I think I kicked the shit out of <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, I just had so much fun like it was just oh, it was just like play play fight yeah pretty much you literally like you just uh, basically there's two instructors and there was like you get down on the floor and then you like wrap your legs around the other person and then you just like you like go through moves like to try and choke them and to try and like get out from underneath them and stuff oh it's just so much fun that does sound like a lot like I feel like I'd be really bad at it though no it's even like because you just you're given very clear like I mean obviously it was the first lesson and I was given very clear instructions like we're going to do these moves do you know what I mean so yeah. it's obviously different if you're like actively fighting and you don't know what's coming but it's quite easy to like follow the moves uh but now it's so much fun i felt so powerful as well class power dom so good following (laughs) in a back to that following following cleaner's foot um oh like i literally i uh i skipped home like oh that's nice oh yeah like i had i was listening to music on my way home i was like singing out loud I was like bopping down the street I was just like the endorphins were unreal it was so uh, yeah so that was class now the only thing it was kind of gas uh, I mean it was, I was like heartbroken but uh, he was like so this is your first class and it might be your last because oh, of restrictions yeah so if you go into level 3 they can't open anymore so I'm like Oh, well, don't worry. If it is, it's, like, probably temporary. Yeah, so he was really good, and he said that, like, um, he was basically like, we'll just pause it and then pick it up, like, mm. when it reopens. Did he say you were deadly? Was uh, he very impressed? Uh, yeah, he did. He came over and, and complimented me on my, my, uh, my hold at one point, yeah. Mm-hmm. So he was like, oh, yeah, Becky, yeah, you're doing a great job there. Very good. Uh, you know, it was very good now, so I really enjoyed that. I'd highly recommend it to anyone. Actually, no, I don't, because I'm like, you enough places so I don't want anyone still still my spot still my spot you could open up your own one when you're a pro <gasps> I know I just kind of couldn't get over how much fun I had like that's cool yeah um, yeah Very so good. yeah that's me good. <laughs> that's my update <laughs> <laughs> um we went where did we go yesterday Rebecca? was it yesterday God, days was it yesterday? don't make sense oh that's weird because it's the longest day the longest I don't know. Week. Week ever. Life. Days seem long. Um, so yesterday Six we went months. on a little road trip. We did, yeah. Yeah. To Ashford. Is it Ashford? Yeah. 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 Ashford, Ashford County Wicklow. This gorgeous little village. Gorgeous village. Is gorgeous village. Okay, in a... <laughs> ah, it was lovely. It's like a t- high, high up on the list of tiny towns. It's true. Yeah. 
And uh, so we were sitting there. We went down um, for a COVID test, which was awful. Um, but we're negative. We both don't have COVID yeah. officially, so I'm like, that's officially. good. We went down there for, we had to get tested for our Viking work. Um, and so yeah, we're in the clear. Don't recommend getting tested. Well, I do obviously get tested if you're feeling <laughs> shit, but it's not very pleasant. Yeah, no, it's uh, ah, it's grand. It's just like a little bit uncomfortable. It's a weird sensation. It's a, sensation. It's a very weird sensation. Um, you're like, oh, you know the way people are like, um, or not people, but like you know the way it's like I'm aware that my nostrils connect to the back of my throat. You okay. know what I mean? Like, or do you think you could you feel it? But like. I've never had something go from my nose to the back of my throat. Do you know what I mean? And having that, <laughs> it was just an unpleasant sensation that I didn't enjoy. And actually, I think what the worst bit was actually her pulling it back out. I found that really... I can't even remember. I feel like I just zoned out a little bit. Yeah, no. I was very much present. I was in the room. I was like... She, and she was counting five, four, three, two, one. I was like, this is the longest five yeah, legs of, leg of my life. But anyway, sorry, moving on. Um, yeah, so that was grand. Five seconds and it's over. And yeah, she's over, and we're full length of stuff to class. So we went and got ice cream to celebrate. <laughs> uh, and we're sitting there waiting for the bus on this bridge. And what's there in front of us? A statue of a fish. And I was like, oh, what's that fish there? And it happens to be the salmon of knowledge. So I looked it up. Uh, I was looking up online to see, like, what's crack? Why is there salmon of knowledge there? Because we weren't on the River Boyne. We were in no idea what river that was. Some other river. Um, I was like, what's he doing down here? Uh, and then I came across an article about another statue uh, of an otter. And I said, God, I'd gasp if it was a Duraku. So I read the article and guess what? It was a Duraku. Yeah. And it was on a bridge. So we stood up, turned around and there he was behind us. So I just thought it was very funny that we were sitting there minding our own business. And then we had like the salmon of knowledge and the Duraku like sitting there on the same bridge, same as, us. bridge as us. Like, thought it was a bit. It was a bit serendipitous I was about to say serendipitous <laughs> but then I'm like I'm not actually sure that, I don't know if that is, if that, I don't know coincidental if very coincidental it's like slightly spooky um, so yeah so I, we will upload pictures of those onto Instagram I think they are statues that they built kind of um, I think celebrate their tiny town awards or something oh. to make it you know prettier type thing something like that um, anyway they're lovely that was interesting um, and weird and spooky. Yeah, so. So we'll get started now, we? Yeah, am I going first this week? Yeah. <gasps> oh. Do you hate when I go first? No, no. Sometimes I'm nervous that you'll like have my story. And I'm like, I know, I was thinking of that. I was, re- I was actually thinking, I was like, what, what should we do? Like, like if you were. Well, I have two lined up, so that's why I'm like, if you go first, then at least I'll do the other one. Oh, that's actually very convenient, too. Uh, so my story is <laughs> drum roll please so today I'm going to talk about Queen Maeve of Connacht very good I'm not talking about Queen Maeve oh that, that's convenient uh, do you know Queen Maeve? Um, I, I don't know I don't know I feel like possibly she married someone she was married to a few people, to be honest. Oh. oh, she, she did well. No, I don't think I know. I think I don't think so. Okay, cool. I've definitely heard of her. Okay. Um. Anyway, yeah. Right, Here so. we go. Yeah. Uh, so basically, she was a daughter 
of the High King um, of Ireland. And then I was looking up and I was like, oh, I think this is gas, right? I love this. So her name, the name Maeve is said to have come from like kind of the Celtic word Maidu. I think, I'm not sure how to pronounce it 100%, but M-E-D-U. Um, which basically translates to mead woman or like woman who intoxicates, which I'm just like, oh. I absolutely love. And I'm like, if I ever have a, a, a like have a chat, well, no, it's a bit creepy. Yeah. It's a bit creepy. I just know. I just thought that was class. I was yeah, like, that's, that's so uh, good. I know. Yeah. Um. So she, yeah, she ruled over uh, Connacht during the same time as Cucullin. So we kind of tie in. Wait. Might see your old pal Coo Cullen later on in the story. He might pop by. He might pop by to say hi. A cup of tea. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so yeah, she's kind of like this fierce warrior. I actually think that I was like, um, I think I was a little bit inspired by Kleena last week because on the whole, like, powerful woman. Yeah. So she's said to be like another fab dom. Um, yeah, so it was said that like no high king, right, could be crowned without first having the ceremony consummated in her royal bed, basically. So she had to have her wicked way with them before they were allowed to be king. I don't like Well, any king of anywhere. High king of Ireland, like. Like her hu- husband. Was she the high queen? She wasn't the high queen, but she oh. was like queen of Connacht. Oh. Powerful queen. Okay. Anyway, yeah, she was just said to be like this gorgeous, powerful, like ferocious, ferocious, <laughs> ferocious woman. Yeah, um, and then there's also suggestions that she was kind of like a fertility goddess. Um, and I kind of thought this was gas. So there's loads of like place names in Ireland named after. Her. Okay. <laughs> so there's a uh, Valley Pit Maeve in County Antrim, right? Which that's kind of the the anglicised version, but in in Irish, it's like Valia Fitta Maeve, uh, which translates to the townland of Maeve's vulva. <laughs> uh, uh, what? And then there's also Sell Pit Maeve in County Tyrone, which uh, translates to the likeness to Maeve's vulva. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm uh, like speechless. There's Barna Maeve in uh, Loud, which is Maeve's Gap. <laughs> oh my god. Where's that now? In County Loud somewhere. Oh I'm my sure god. Where. And then the last one, um, Maeskan Maeve in uh, County Donegal, which translates to Maeve's Lump. <laughs> it's like, so I don't know, she should have asked why. I can't believe there's somewhere called Maeve's Vulva. I know, yeah. Townland of Maeve's Vulva. Where do you live? Oh, I live in a... Maeve's Vulva. <laughs> <laughs> also, like, living in Maeve's Gap. Oh, my know. God. Yeah, there's, yes. there's more as well, but they're... they're I just thought they're... Very good. Good woman, Maeve. Yeah, good I woman indeed. to be named after my woman bits. Um, <laughs> one, one day you'll all live in my vagina. <laughs> king of ireland at the time um and the high king of ireland uh do you remember conquer macnassa from um last week's story yeah yeah do you actually yeah he was your man who forgot that your man was coming 
Yeah, well, he was like he was like the 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 guy who had the the macra, like so who ran the warrior school. Yeah, yeah. So he was Satanta's uncle. Yeah. Um. So anyway, so her dad, the High King of Ireland, killed his dad, Conqueror's dad. Okay. So then, uh, the High King of Ireland married Maeve off to Conqueror as kind of like a, oh, sorry about killing your dad thing. <laughs> okay. Yeah, which I'm like. It was just sort of like a weird apology. So they've all patched that up now by... Uh, yeah, sorry about that. Here you go. You can have Maeve, yeah. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, so so she was married to Conqueror for a short while though. Um, yeah, I think maybe she was a bit too powerful for him or something. I don't know. Or maybe just a bit too strong-willed or something. But anyway, so she left him. Uh, she left him and then... The High King of Ireland was like, oh shit, my like peace treaty is kind of ruined here. So then the High King of Ireland uh, married off his other daughter, so Maeve's sister. I think his name was Ethna to uh, Conqueror then. Uh, but anyway, the, so this kind of goes to show like what a wild woman Maeve was. And I'm like, I feel like you're not going to like this, but I'll oh. just tell you this bit anyway. So basically Maeve drowned her sister uh, while she was pregnant. With Conqueror's baby, yeah. What? Yeah. Why? I think just because she was like, maybe, not even jealous, but was just kind of like, I think she was just like trying to exert her dominance and just being kind of like, like so, so Conqueror like, was like, I don't want her. Maeve. Yeah. Yeah, no, they were like, I think they had quite like an unhappy marriage, you know what I mean? Like, not, Why does she care? Uh, I don't know, just because she's... Oh, yeah. Now. But anyway, Michael. guess what? The baby survived. Okay. They did a like a C-section. Oh, very good. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, the baby survived, so that's grand. Um. So then, anyway, so after after that incident, um, the high king was like, "Oh Jesus, Maeve, you've really gotten yourself into a lot of bother here." Jesus, so man. basically, he made her the queen of Connacht. So he kind of like, he got rid of whoever was there before and he made her the Queen of Connacht because um, he was like, he, th- so this was all kind of taking place like kind of Ulster and basically he was like, sh- he needed her to be out of the way a little bit because she was clearly causing a bit of ruckus. Um, so yeah, so he made her the Queen of Connacht. That was grand. So she she popped over there. She was kind of having a grand time. Um, but then, uh, then Conqueror was obviously raging so he then came to connacht and raped her in vengeance yeah holy so like, shit what happened yeah um and then this led to like a massive war between um the high king and like all of ulster okay yeah um so yeah and like a lot of people died everyone had a shit time having a shit time yeah <clears throat> uh but anyway i'm going to tell the most that was all just a little tease. Oh my god. Oh no, it wasn't really, but you know what I mean. Uh, but anyway, so the most famous story. It's like an episode of Fair City. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Oh no. That's Countdown. <laughs> What's. Oh no. I don't know. Do, 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 do. No, I think that's East End. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what the Fair City would have been. Anyway. Uh, so the. <laughs> The most famous uh, story about Maeve is the cattle raid of Cooley. You have heard of it. Is it? <coughs> yeah? 
Yeah, sounds familiar. Sounds familiar, yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. Right, so Maeve, at this point in time, was married to this man called um, Elil. I hope, really hope I'm pronouncing that right. Probably not. Um, anyway, and also it was said that, like, the only reason she was happy to marry him was because he was, like, completely without jealousy, which I'm like, is kind of a weird trait, uh, like, to... I don't know, it was just like a weird reason why she's like, oh yeah, I'm really happy to marry him because he doesn't get jealous. I feel like she would want him to get jealous. Also, I'm like, considering how weird and jealous she is, I'm yeah. like, yeah, I don't know, maybe yeah. just, maybe she's just like, we can't have that much crazy under one roof. Or something. <laughs> and yeah. the crazy one in the family. <laughs> yeah, there's only room for one crazy here. Um. So anyway, yeah, so her and, her and Ail were like fairly happily married. Okay. That's good. Uh, and then one day they were kind of, basically they were just like teasing each other over uh, who had the like higher status, right? Because they both kind of had like the same, same kind of like birthrights and, you know, the same kind of power and stuff like that. Um, so then they kind of decided they'd like count all their stuff, right? So they counted all of their stuff, like their castles and their land and like, you know, all of this. Um, and everything was even. So the only thing is that he had a white horned bull, right? And she didn't have any bulls. So she had like nothing um, to compare it to. And she was, yeah, she wasn't very happy about that basically because <laughs> she, she basically like, couldn't bear to be like the subordinate role you know like yeah. to have that role between the two of them so she was like right she was like need to do something about this uh, so she looked all over Ireland for like a bull that would be able to match um, her husband's white horned bull and the only bull she could find was the brown bull of Cooley right uh, so this was up in Ulster again so we're back to Ulster again uh, so she offered this man Dara McFeeker who was the owner of the brown bull of Cooley uh, she offered him gold she offered him land it was said she even offered him sexual favors <laughs> in exchange for his bull right um, so and then I also read this thing basically he was like he was like oh yeah he, he was kind of like feeling it I'm not sure now which one I'm not sure if it was the gold or the land or the, the other business that he was interested yeah. in but he was he was like not wholly against the idea of um exchanging the bull right but then basically he overheard some of her men talking one night and like her men were like uh oh sure well if he doesn't sell her the bull like she'll just take it anyway and then uh and then dara was like oh i don't like that attitude so then basically like <laughs> don't like that attitude now i don't need that negative energy um yeah exactly yeah so he just like he called the deal off and he was like no sorry no no can do like not giving you that bull um, and now here right interesting to note so Dara the bull's owner was a mate of Contabar who is old Maeve's nemesis obviously oh yeah and nemesis yeah Um. so yeah so I think he also kind of got wind of that and was like oh well I'm gonna you know gonna loyalty to my old pal here okay yeah so anyway so this is how the Tombow Coolia started what? The which is basically just like the big battle of Cooley, like the, oh, the big okay. battle of the bull, right? Uh, so Maeve sent this like massive army up to Ulster, uh, so that she could steal the bull. Um, and there was also this thing right called Curse of Maka, which basically um was like this curse on Ulster warriors, which meant that they wouldn't be able to fight for like 
nine days and nine nights. So she kind of knew about this and she planned the attack for during those nine days. Okay. Yeah, basically. So she like definitely win, right? Um, but little did she know good tubbing <laughs> uh, the curse did not affect the young teenage Ku Cullen uh, he was part of the Ulster army at the time he was knocking about he was back he's a teenager now so a few years have passed um, so yeah despite the odds what we know of Ku Cullen uh, yeah her army wasn't able to stand up against them uh, so it was a few days a few days in and uh, her army were like pretty bad shape basically um, so she kind of came up with a plan so instead of like an army fighting Kukul and she, she sort of wanted to do like this single combat thing so basically she would like choose her greatest warriors to fight one on one with Kukul which I'm like doesn't make any sense because if the whole army can't fight him I don't really understand why one single great yeah. warrior can but we'll just we'll just you know skim past that yeah. there's no logic to it yeah. in, in my mind um, but anyway, so he slay all of her warriors, basically. Everyone that she sent up against him. And then the last uh, one she sent up was this guy called Ferdia, who was actually uh, Ku Cullen's brother. Oh. Yeah, and he slay Ferdia as well. Kill his own brother? Yeah, I know. Now, I don't think they were full brothers. I think they were like, maybe estranged, you know. Um, Disgraceful. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So for a lot of sibling murders, there is going on here. Um. Yeah. What's actually. that called? I'm trying. I'm, I'm word, literally just trying it? to think. I'm like sibling side, but it's definitely not sibling no, side. Well, yeah, there is a word for it. Oh, I know. And I'm, now I'm really like really annoyed. I can't think. Um. But yeah, so Ferdy was said to be the last great warrior of Connacht, and he was slayed. And slayed. 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 <laughs> <laughs> don't get that date don't forget the past tense it's very important <laughs> um, so yeah um. <laughs> so anyway she like Maeve was like getting her way no matter what right so she was a bit of a sneak and she basically like went in behind uh, the army's back and got a few lads to steal the brown bull Right. So okay. went in, stole the brown bull, brought it back to Connacht. Okay, like under guise of something else. <laughs> um and then she put it out to pasture with um the white horned bull, right? Yeah. So they were hanging out in the field and then she was like, Amazing, me and my husband are equal in status, you know, all's good. Uh but basically then, um yeah, the white horned bull didn't really like the brown bull that much. And he kind of like went for him, and then the bulls ended up goring each other to death. Yeah. Uh, so basically, kind of rendered the the whole conflict like completely pointless. I mean, she could have just killed his bull. Yeah, that could have saved like, everyone a lot. Like, Ferdy would have survived. I'm like I mean, a lot of other great warriors would have survived. You know what I mean? Um. Yeah, so I don't know, yeah, in the end, the whole thing. I mean, yeah, it feels like the whole thing was just completely pointless. I, I mean, by the fact that they also are now equal because they neither of them has bulls, but I'm just like, what a waste. What a waste. Yeah, I mean, that's my story. Very good. <laughs>
Okay, good. Yeah. Uh, but I like... No, I mean, I like Maeve in some ways, but I'm also like, I think she was just a little bit too crazy, maybe. <laughs> just that she was a bit over that line. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, it's like, it's cool. I like, I do, I love the way that like, I feel like a lot of, um, like female mythical uh, people, it, like in Irish folklore, are like really, really strong women. Mm. Like I do... Yeah. I do like I'm I'm really into that but now she's like oh maybe possibly went a bit too far maybe went a bit too far chill chill but then I'm also like if she was a man would I be saying she she had gone too far I don't know um good question yeah moving swiftly on what's your story (laughs) (laughs) now I get to sit back and relax and be told a story okay so now you probably know the story okay okay but um, like I don't if you do like don't give it away like <laughs> if, like what it's actually about because I'm gonna you'll you'll get it when I you'll so you'll realize what it's about but just don't say what I'm it. I'm so intrigued right anyway you'll get it when I'm start I love the story you're like hiding <laughs> so like... I'm looking in book first this is from a book called favorite Irish legends best love tales from Ireland and it was um kind of from Gill Books it's by numerous authors so it's not like one specific author um so it's written by Yvonne Carroll Fiona Waters and Felicia or Felicity sorry Chapman um and that has numerous illustrators as well and I feel like such a sham right because you always have your books and your <laughs> and your references and then I'm just like I looked on the internet and wrote things down on pieces of paper <laughs> I mean, it's, to be fair, it's folklore is word of mouth, so, you know what I mean? Books yeah. don't really need to reference. I mean, it's reference our ancestors, to be fair. Yeah. Sing um, it, sister. <laughs> okay, so here we go. This story is called The Giant from Scotland. Yeah? No? Am I meant to, I don't know. No, hopefully, hopefully not. I don't, yeah, I don't. So, this story <laughs> is about another, another well-loved character from the... Irish mythology world. Uh, Fionn McCool. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Our old pal. Our old pal. I mean, this time he's not, it's not his boyhood deeds. He's man. Oh. His men. His manhood. I also. <laughs> quests. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so Fionn was a giant, which I didn't realise he was a giant. I just thought he was a man. Oh, I also didn't yeah. realise he was a Well, that's why his chair is so big <laughs> in Carlingford. <laughs> all makes sense now. Um, so he was a giant. Um, and he got married to a lovely lady giant called Una. Oh. And they lived in a castle by the sea in County Antrim. A lot of stuff happens up there, doesn't it? Yeah, actually. <laughs> <laughs> like, what do they have that, I don't know. Yeah, what's going on? Um... Okay, so one day, a stranger arrived at the door and was like, hey, are you Fionn, the giant? And he was like, yes, I am. Um, and he basically told him that there is another giant in Scotland that um, wants to fight because he heard tales of this Irish... <gasps> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> he heard tales of this Irish giant who was fierce and great and powerful and this chap from uh, Scotland was like 
no, I'm fierce and great and powerful. So he was like, yo, messenger, go over there and challenge him to a duel. (laughs) So his name was Angus. I think I've read his name a few different things now. But it's Angus in this book. Um, The messenger or the giant? The giant. Um, So the messenger says, I bring a challenge from the mighty Angus. Um, yeah, he's, he's the tallest, strongest, most fearsome giant in all of Scotland. And he wants to fight Fionn to be like in all of Scotland and Ireland, basically. So Fionn's like, yeah, I'll fight him. <laughs> I'm big and strong and powerful and fearsome. Um, so then Fionn started to work hard to build a path across to the sea. Across to the sea? Across the sea to Scotland. Um, and it was a very unusual causeway. And it was made up of hundreds of thousands of black rocks, different sizes, different heights, and they all had um, different amount of sides. So some had six sides, some had eight sides, some others more than ten sides. Do you know what that causeway is called, Becca? Fionn's Causeway. <laughs> <laughs> that is indeed the Giant's Causeway. And this is how it was built. So let's find out what happened to it. Um. So the warriors from the Fina, so that was what his tribe or whatever he was in, they were looking on and they were like, what's your man at? Like, what's he doing? <laughs> what's he doing there with them blocks? <laughs> and he was like, I'm building a causeway to get over to Scotland so I can beat this other giant's ass. I'm sorry, right? I'm like, Angus sending over a messenger, throwing shade and be like, here, you come fight me. Yeah. I'm like, okay, Angus could have gone over and fought him. Pretty much. I don't know what his plan was there now, but Fionn was bullet, basically. He was like, how dare you challenge me? I'm going to come and kick your ass, pretty much. So, basically, your man was, uh, so when the causeway was kind of nearly finished, he was getting closer, closer to Scotland, he could see the giant on the other side in Scotland and he was like shouting at him. Or shouting. I thought, I thought you were going to say and he was like oh shit he's very big actually. Well, that, well, that is, that's what happens they're shouting at each other they're throwing shade being like you know oh, I'm going to get you you just wait till you get over here. <laughs> oh um, yeah you just wait till you finish building your cosplay. <laughs> <laughs> but then Fionn realised oh shit he's very big. Gah. So he asks his mates like find out what's the story with your man over there like how big is he and then they find out he's huge he's like twice the size of Fionn oh shit yeah okay. Fionn's like shit um, so he's like right you can't not beat him ver- not very fair for you is it no not really so he goes he goes right can't beat him with my strength but bet he's not as clever as I am so he goes home to his wife and he's like right Una we need to come up with a plan because he's gonna kill me <laughs> like Una he's literally gonna kill literally what are we gonna do and she goes I have an idea so Una's actually the I was gonna say Una's the clever one Una's the clever one she saves the day the only thing Another... Fiona's cleverest too was to ask his wife so she starts knitting yep knitting um, these really weird clothes and she goes here Fiona put them on get into that bed there and he's like what are you on <laughs> what are you up to? What are you? what are you up to? What are you up to? So basically, the giant was like, "Where's your man? He's not building the Cosby anymore." So he like, I don't know, gets over to Ireland, probably jumps, gets onto the Cosby that was built, and gets into, uh, gets over to Ireland and finds out where Fionn lives. 
and he goes and knocks on the door and he's like I am fierce Angus from Scotland I'm here to fight Fionn and uh, she said uh, well he's actually not here at the moment um, could you be a bit quiet because our baby's asleep and, apparently, and then it was like Fionn was dressed up as a baby in baby's clothes pretending to be his own baby and Angus looked at the baby and said but jeez that's a a very big baby (laughs) that's a very big baby there now Uh, Fionn must be quite big if that's his child and she went oh yeah yeah he'll get much bigger than that now Um, and uh, yeah Angus basically shut himself and was like (laughs) shit so he gasped and ran he absolutely legged it and as he was uh, legging it he like tore up the causeway throwing rocks off to a into the sea and um, he threw one of them into the middle of the sea no that's not in this book but i did read this somewhere and it became like the isle of man oh yeah is some of the causeway is there also um a thing oh i can't remember what the name of the lake up in oh yeah it came from loch Ness. yeah 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 yeah, so the Isle of Man is, so it was like he took like a handful of land or something. Like, I threw it across. Maybe that was Fionn that did that to throw it at Angus. Maybe. Something like that. I can't remember. It's not in this book. I think they weren't, I? But yeah, he took a handful of land from Ireland, which became Loch Ney, threw it into the sea, and that's the Isle of Man. The Isle of Man. Um, <clears throat> so that's how that got there. Um, so yeah, ran off and then ripped up the causeway. And that was basically... Um, that's kind of the story of how the Giant's Causeway was built. Built. Yeah. No, no, vo- no volcanoes were now, involved in as, the making of this. As a geologist. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes. What would, you, what would you think of that now? I mean, it makes perfect sense. You know, fair enough. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's the Giant's Causeway. And you'll see there's mainly on Ireland, but there is a bit of the same... Causeway left on Scottish shores. Oh, apparently. oh! Did the causeway? Did he build it the whole way across? He must have, because there's a bit over there. Oh, very good. Didn't know there was a bit over there. Now. Apparently, there is. That makes sense. Um. So that's the story of the Giant's Causeway. I've actually never been. Have you not? No. I mean, I was there once. <laughs> I know. I really need to get up there. It's just very far away, isn't it? It's very. Hard. It is very far away, and I think you need to drive. Yeah. I don't think this is an easy way to get out. I'm sure you get the tour bus or something. Oh yeah, you get a tour bus. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Um, do you know what's even more fun though than the Giant's Causeway is the rope bridge. <gasps> oh, that looks awesome. Yeah, that's like, oh, I had a great time going across that. I like was terrified. Is it? Is it actually like, or is it very safe? You know what I mean. I mean, it's is it? It has to be safe. Yeah, but is it like, doubly supported by metal like? I, oh I don't know actually, type thing. it's not obviously doubly supported but yeah. I feel like it has to be safe where they wouldn't be allowed to have people walk over but it's very like it feels it very much like blows in the wind you know what I mean <gasps> like it doesn't feel very uh, secure secure or safe um, <laughs> that's fun that's fun now oh it's a fun now yeah um, it's not blister on your foot it's uh, oh blister plaster! Oh my gosh, blister plaster! Thanks, <laughs> thanks for informing everyone that I've got blisters. <laughs> they're uh, from uh, they're from. I got a new pair of shoes, uh, oh. listeners. <laughs> and uh, fabulous! I, yeah, I felt very fabulous, and then they gave me blisters. 
And that was about like two weeks ago and I still have festivals uh, apparently. Happens, happens to the best of us. I'm just not used to it's wearing fabulous shoes. It hurts to look fabulous. Yeah, there's too much of a glamazon. What is that? Pay, what is it? Pay no gain or something? Yeah. That, I feel like that's more to do with going to the gym or something. There is one. God, I'm so bad at saying this. Like oh my God, you them. are so bad. It's the worst at saying. It's like I can see it in my head, but when it comes to coming out my mouth, it's like, no. No. <laughs> like, it it just, I've just made up something. It doesn't translate. Yeah. I don't know, I can't remember. Anyway, uh, there we are. Nails. I think we're going to bed. Yeah, wrap up. Early day. Um, early morning. Early day. Early day. Um, so, yeah, follow us on Instagram at Folking Legends. Um, comment on our post and let us know what you thought of the episode. Um, hope you guys enjoyed it. And, yeah. Yeah. We've been Folking Legends. We've had a fucking good time. Bye. Bye.